This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Hello and welcome to the Circling the Bases podcast from NBC Sports Edge. This is our MLB Power Rankings show where we break down my weekly Power Rankings column that goes up on NBC Sports Edge every Tuesday. Uh, We're recording this on Monday night, July 11th for context as we talk about wins and losses and stats and whatnot. Uh, The initial all-star rosters are out. We can get into those selections over the course of this episode. I'm Drew Silva joining me. Here and every week throughout the season is my co-host Janice Scurrio. Hello there, Janice. Uh, one more week until the All-Star break. Is there anything specific that you're looking forward to from about around the baseball world in, in this final stretch of the first half? Absolutely. So there's a pitching matchup Wednesday that I'm particularly interested in. Uh, So Christian Javier will face Shohei Otani. So uh, Christian Javier uh, pitched back-to-back gems against the Yankees and the Angels, uh, but the Royals definitely uh, gave him a drubbing on Wednesday. Uh, But so far uh, this season, he's got a 301 ERA, .99 whip, uh, and 102 strikeouts, so not too shabby of a season for Javier. Uh, as for Shohei Otani, uh, he fanned 10 in his last start against the Marlins. Uh, he struck out 40, allowed no earned runs in his last four starts. Uh, so uh, I know we're going to talk about the Angels later on in the show, but uh, perhaps the Angels' chances will look better with Otani on the mound. Uh, over their last 35 games, the Angels are 5-0 and when Otani starts. Yeah, it's, it's not his fault that they are, again, among the biggest fallers. Um, and, yeah, he's he's just improved as a pitcher, which is really cool to watch. Uh, kind of had having a down year offensively, but he's picked that up, too, over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, we'll talk a bunch of angels later in the show. First, a little promo read. Weekends are better with MLB Sunday leadoff coverage presented by Uber Eats. Catch the Royals take on the Blue Jays in Toronto this Sunday at 11.30 a.m. Eastern, live on NBC and Peacock. To learn more, go to peacock.com slash MLB. And if you want a chance to win $25,000 on the game, download the NBC Sports Predictor app powered by PointsBet and enter Sunday's free Grand Slam Pick'em contest. And DJ Short and I will be doing a live YouTube Q&A after the postgame show on on Peacock if our listeners want to check that out too this Sunday. 
uh, submit some questions. We, we like to open it up to the audience. Find that at NBC Sports Edge page on YouTube. And the MLB draft is that night, too, a, a busy weekend on, on Sunday night. Chris Crawford will have blurbs on all of the first-round picks on our NBC Sports Edge players news page. Those are always stacked with good scouting info. If you know your, your favorite team drafts a player and you don't know much about them, Check out a little blurb on our website, and, and I think you'll you'll learn something. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help Dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power Dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or... Get goofy officially, step up like a boss and save the day, or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. All right, let's jump into this week's power rankings. As usual, we do a deep dive on each of the teams in the top five and then discuss three biggest risers and three of the biggest fallers from the previous week to the current week. If you want rankings and observations on all 30 teams, check out the full power rankings column on Tuesday. Uh, Usually goes up late morning, early afternoon, depending on how long it takes me to actually write the column. Uh, Start us out, Janice, with who we have at number one overall this week. Number one overall, big shocker, the New York Yankees. So uh, they split a four-game series uh, with the Boston Red Sox over the weekend. So uh, a little bit of an unusual game on Sunday. Uh, 11 runs permitted uh, as a season high for the Yankees. Uh, But still, though, uh, they're still rather formidable. Uh, The run differential is a staggering plus 175. Yeah, that was some great baseball this weekend. The Red Sox and Yankees going at it for four games. New York won the first two, and then Boston rallied to claim the next two. All in all, a three-and-three week for the Yankees, splitting a two-game series with the Pirates and also splitting that four-game set with the rival Red Sox. Six total all-star selections for the Yanks. Uh, Aaron Judge starting in the outfield for the American League. John Carlos Stanton is going to be the starting DH for the American League. Jose Trevino... Uh, was a reserve at catcher, Garrett Cole, Nestor Cortez, and also new closer Clay Holmes uh, deservedly got the nod as well. So a big contingent of the Yankees heading out to Dodger Stadium next week for the All-Star festivities. We'll hear about the uh, Home Run Derby participants this week. Some of them have already started to stream in here on Monday. I guess so far we have Pete Alonzo, Ronald Acuna Jr., Juan Soto, and, and Albert Pujols confirmed 
uh, to take part in that event. Stan has expressed an openness to doing it, and he's a Southern California native, so that would be pretty cool. I almost don't want Judge to do it because he's put together such a fantastic walk year, betting on himself uh, with with free agency coming up this winter. And and I always worry about injuries or like fatigue or, or swing changes that come out of that event sometimes, even though most of the data suggests that most players aren't really all that affected by it. Um, and they have changed the format somewhat so that it's not such a, a grueling challenge for these dudes. Uh, but we'll, we'll see on, on Stanton and I, I kind of j- doubt that judge does it, but yeah, Yankees still on top at number one with the best record in baseball and six all-stars. Ooh, six. Is, is, that, is that, that the most in the league? I think it's, it's gotta be the high. I, I marked down all of the all-stars for the teams that we're going to talk about, and, and it's definitely the high among among those clubs. I, I think it is. It's got to be. Wonderful. All right. At number two, uh, I'm pretty sure that these uh, guys are probably uh, the, producing a lot of all-stars too, the L.A. Dodgers. So the Dodgers completed a four-game sweep of the Cubs over the weekend um, and also, too, uh, capped off an, an 11-9 win on Sunday. So uh, – L.A. also swept the season series against the Cubs for the first time in franchise history. Yeah, that's crazy. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, so the Dodgers also wrapped up a long 11-game homestand going 10-1 and in that span. Yeah, it was a perfect week for the Dodgers, a three-game sweep of the Rockies, then that four-game sweep of the Cubs. So they reclaimed the number two spot here after sitting at number three for a couple weeks in a row. Um, They're on that current active seven-game winning streak, and they've won 11 of their last 12 overall, as you alluded to. A total of four all-star selections at the moment. Again, there are going to be replacements for injuries and and starters who are not on schedule, Uh, so some of those will trickle in as we get closer to next Tuesday. Trey Turner is going to be starting at shortstop for the National League. Mookie Betts will be starting in the outfield for the NL. Uh, Clayton Kershaw and Tony Gonsolin made it too. This will be the ninth career All-Star game for Kershaw. And, and yeah, the Dodgers are hosting the game. So I, I'm sure that Kershaw will serve as sort of an ambassador for the, the entire week. Uh, the first All-Star nod for Gonsolin, who has gone 11-0 and with a 1.62 ERA and, and a 0.80 whip through 16 starts this season. Gonsolin is is climbing into territory that he's never been to in terms of workload. He's at 88 and two-thirds innings with a previous career high at the MLB level of only 55 and two-thirds innings. So maybe that becomes a concern in the second half. But as of as of now, the dude is cruising. He'll, he'll make one more start before the break on Wednesday at St. Louis. I might get tickets to that one if it's not too hot out there. This heat wave in the, the Midwest has been relentless. Pray for my energy, Bill. I don't think our AC has turned off in like three <laughs> weeks. Um, but yeah, Dodgers up to number two this week, jumping over the Astros. I, I just spoiled our number three team. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Very happy for the Catman making the all-star team, by the way. Yeah. Um, all right. So number three, the Houston Astros, as you as you alluded to. Uh, so the Astros, as of right now, have a very cushy 12 game lead in the AL West entering play 
today. So probably a bit of news. Uh, so Jordan Alvarez, perhaps one of the best hitters in the league right now, headed to the 10-day injured list with right-hand inflammation. So uh, reports say that he'll probably be back and healthy uh, when uh, the All-Star break is over. But otherwise, it sounds like the Astros are just letting him uh, get some extra rest before uh, the break. Yeah, it's not like the Astros did anything wrong to drop below the Dodgers this week. The Dodgers are just a little bit hotter at the moment. Houston took three of four from the Royals to begin last week's slate, and then two of three from the Athletics over the weekend, an eight and two record so far in July. And they've gone a full month now without losing consecutive games. Uh, they lost three straight between June 8th and June 11th, but it has been a, a crazy run of success since then in Houston. A total of five all-star selections for the Astros. Jose Altuve will start at second base for the American League. Kyle Tucker, a reserve outfielder. Jordan Alvarez was going to be a, a reserve at DH, but as you mentioned, he's on the IL now with that lingering sort of mysterious hand ailment. I, it sounds like they don't even really know what exactly is going on, which concerns me, but yeah, hopefully he's back uh, right at the start of the second half and, and can get back to doing what he's been doing. Um, yeah, and I, I think Alvarez might have deserved to be the starting DH if he was fully healthy, uh, but the Yankees with Stanton carry a lot of voting power. Um, we don't need to delve too far into the biggest snubs here, but I can identify a few easy ones as, as this show moves along. Uh, Justin Verlander, not a snub. He made it as a starting pitcher. Framber Valdez, too. So, yeah, it's Altuve, Tucker, Verlander, and Valdez heading out, heading out to Los Angeles to represent our number three team in these rankings. Hopefully there's an update on Alvarez's hand issue at some point later this week or, or maybe during the break. Absolutely. At number four, I got the New York Mets. So uh, this week is definitely going to be a very pivotal week for the Mets. So today uh, is going to be the first of three games uh, versus the Braves. Uh, and the first of 15 games remaining between the two the two clubs for the rest of the year. And definitely uh, it's going to be a very close uh, match between the two teams uh, before the end of the year. Yeah, definitely going to be a race to watch down the stretch. The Mets split a four-game weekend series with the Marlins, but took two or three from the Reds before that. Uh, four and three week overall for them as they stay in my number four spot. Max Scherzer is making his second start off the IL on Monday night against the Braves in the series opener of, of that big set. Uh, he struck out 11 batters over six scoreless innings in his first start off the IL last Tuesday against Cincinnati. Let's check that box score from Monday. The game is probably about over in Atlanta. Uh, Scherzer versus Max Fried, so two Maxes on the mound, a, a, a tasty matchup that we might see again. Uh, sometime in October or, or some meaningful games in, in August and September. Scherzer, why can't I pull this up? Oh, yeah, seven innings of one-run ball with nine strikeouts. The Mets are up 4-1 to one in the top of the ninth inning. Um, so that'll be a big win to open that series for New York. Scherzer's not been named yet to the NL All-Star team, uh, but four different Mets did crack the initial roster that was announced on Sunday. Pete Alonzo, a, a reserve at first base, and Already a committed home run derby participant, as we said earlier. He's kind of figured out that event. Uh, won it in both 2019 and 2021. Of course, there was not a home run derby during the COVID-shortened 2020 season. There was no All-Star game either. Uh, so Alonzo is going to be going for the three-peat this year, and it would be pretty hard to 
to bet against him. At one point, Alonzo's career earnings from the home run derby were higher than his salary from the Mets, which is <laughs> wow. always funny. Yeah. Oh my we'll see, yeah. We'll see how locked in he is now that, I mean, he's reached salary arbitration, got a $7.4 million salary this year. So he probably doesn't need the cash as much as he maybe did the first two times he was out there. Um, but yeah, he's always uh, fun to watch with that pitching coach. I forget the name of him, but like, you know, throws the perfect kind of home run derby balls. I think I would probably bet Alonzo from the group of, of sluggers that are in the field right now. Uh, some other Mets all-stars. Jeff McNeil is a reserve at second base. He's had a very nice bounce back season. Mm-hmm. Starling Marte, a reserve in the outfield, but he is battling a groin injury and might need to be replaced. I th- he's avoided the IL for now, but uh, they're kind of taking that day to day and it's, it's going to be a, a little bit of a lengthy absence for him. So, uh, by next Tuesday, we'll see if he's able to go. Edwin Diaz got the nod as a reliever coming off his NL Reliever of the Month award for June. It's been a, a heck of a first half in Queens. I know that Jacob deGrom is going to make his third minor league rehab start later this week. Um, so he could be you know, one or two steps away. Like I think right after the break, we could be talking about deGrom slotting into the Mets rotation, which is – is scary. I mean, DeGrom and Scherzer have not been in the rotation at the same time yet, obviously. And um, yeah, that's going to play into to how it works out between the, the Mets and Braves down the stretch. That is going to be one heck of a rotation when that does happen. Yep. Right. At number five, the Atlanta Braves. Uh, so Austin Riley uh, was named NL Player of the Week this uh, last week. Uh, so he hit 448 with six runs, scored three doubles, three home runs, eight RBI, and an 862 slugging percentage. Uh, but otherwise, uh, yeah, like you mentioned before, uh, Max Freed uh, pitched five innings, uh, gave up two runs, and, and walked five, which is a bit unusual yeah. for Freed. Yeah, Austin Riley hit a home run in that game. I think the only run so far for, for the Braves tonight. Um, I was tempted to put the Braves higher. It feels like they're sort of deserving of a rise of some sort, but it's like difficult mm-hmm. to crack that top four of Yankees, Dodgers, Astros, and Mets. Like if we're going to tier these teams, those four Yankees, Dodgers, Astros, Mets would probably be the, the first tier. And then maybe a slight drop to the Braves at the top of the second tier. But, I mean, hey, they've they've been knocking on the door to join that first tier. Went six and one last week against the Cardinals and Nationals. They've had twenty nine and eight record since the beginning of June, and now comes that big three game series against the Mets that we have been talking about at home in Truist Park. It looks like they might drop uh, the first of those three games. William Contreras hit his tenth home run of the season last week, which gives the Braves seven players with double digit homers before the all-star break for the first time since the franchise moved to Atlanta in 1966. Yep. Yep. Austin Riley, Marcelo Zuna, Dansby Swanson, Matt Olson, Travis Darno, and Adam Duvall are the others, the other Braves with a double digit home run total already. And as you said, yeah, Contreras made his first all-star team and he's going to start at DH for the national league in place of the injured Bryce Harper Five total all-star selections for Atlanta. Ronald Acuna Jr. will start in the outfield. Darno is a reserve at catcher. Dansby Swanson, a reserve at shortstop behind Trey Turner. Uh, and then Max Freed will be among the options for the NL on the pitching side. I guess if he doesn't pitch this weekend, he might have to, to bow out. or He'll go with 10, but maybe not be available um, for the National League. Acuna, as I said, is in the home run derby too. He broke that news himself on Monday evening. 
Um, Austin Riley like definitely had the resume for an all-star selection too. If, if they need an injury replacement, he might be on, on, at the top of the list. As you s- said, just one NL player of the week for July 4th through 10th. But right now, five all-stars, and that's a pretty darn good number. It was a tough April and May, but the Braves are, again, among the very elite teams in all of baseball. All right, that does it for your top five. Let's go ahead and move on to your big risers of the week. So at number 10, we've got the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, So the Phillies are 46 and 40 right now, but going into Saturday, they were a season high seven games over 500. Uh, They're one game ahead of St. Louis for that third NL wild card. So a, a little bit of a precipitous rise for this Phillies team. Up into the top 10. I mean, who would have thought when Bryce Harper went down that the Phillies would be able to stay hot? Um, They took two or three from the Nationals to open last week's slate and are finishing up a a four-game series at St. Louis on Monday night, having won two of the first three. I think that game just ended and the Cardinals won. So a four-game series split. Uh, 24-12 and now under interim manager Rob Thompson after starting the season 22-29 and under Joe Girardi. Zach Wheeler has been ridiculous. He shut out the Cardinals over seven innings on Friday and has a 1.53 ERA over his last 13 starts dating back to the end of April. Uh, Wheeler somehow did not make the all-star team. I had to double check that. Uh, but yeah, maybe he'll get a late invite. I mean, there are a lot of like low ERAs around the league this year because you know offense has been down or at least was over the first couple of months before maybe they changed the baseball again. Who knows? Um, so we'll see. Maybe Wheeler will, will get in there. His next start comes Wednesday at Toronto, so he would be available to pitch next Tuesday, and, and I would think maybe he he winds up going. Um, Kyle Schwarber made it as a reserve outfielder. He won National League Player of the Month for June. Bryce Harper was elected as the starter at DH, as I said before, but obviously won't be present as he recovers from surgery for a fracture in his left thumb. Had three pins inserted into the thumb and it's probably going to be sidelined until late August or even September. Um, so I'd, I'd be, be a little bit worried about this Phillies team kind of coming crashing down to earth. I don't think they're up in the stratosphere of the Mets and Braves. If, if we're talking NL East, um, but I don't know, we'll see that that's it on the all-star selections for the Phillies. I guess only one active player right now heading to Los Angeles, that being Schwarber, but they might get some late additions. Aaron Nola sure seems deserving too. Um, I guess I should add here that that Nola will not be making the trip to Toronto on Tuesday because he is unvaccinated. He pitched on Monday night, so he wasn't going to be available anyway. Uh, but also JT Romuto, Alec Baum, and Kyle Gibson are also going on the restriction li- restricted list because of their vaccination status. But, you know, it's only a two-game series, and, and yeah, the, the Phillies are a top-10 team for me this week. Right. Uh, So your next big riser of the week, the Seattle Mariners. And what a week the Mariners have had and then some. So uh, they've won 16 out of their last 19 games and eight in a row. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so they're currently tied for the third AL wild card. Uh, They're nine and one in their last 10. uh, Probably one of the big all-star snubs, uh, Ty France. Uh, So entering Sunday, uh, he leads all AL first basemen uh, in batting average on base percentage and OPS as well as uh, B war. So, uh, so yeah, a, a little bit of an egregious snub here. I feel. 
Yeah, the the Mariners will ride that eight-game winning streak in a Tuesday night series opener against the Nationals with an opportunity to only add on moving into the All-Star break. Two at Washington, then four games at the Rangers to close out the first half. Two beatable teams, to say the least. It's been a, a roller coaster ride so far in 2022 for Seattle. Uh, but all is well at the moment. Yeah, as you said, an eight and one record so far in July, 14 and three records since June 21st. They were 10 games under 500 on, on June 19th and are three games above 500, tied for that third AL wildcard spot here on the night of July 11th. What a turnaround. Um, only one all star, though, on, on the initial AL roster, Julio Rodriguez as a reserve outfielder. He's running away with the American League Rookie of the Year award, 15 home runs and 21 stolen bases through his first 86 major league games, 44 RBIs, 50 runs scored, a 274 average, 811 OPS. His park adjusted OPS plus is 134, which is really impressive uh, hitting there at T-Mobile Park. And yeah, Ty France would have been a worthy AL All-Star selection too. I, I enjoyed the media campaign that the Mariners put together for him. It was like a French dubbed silent film type of thing. Uh, <laughs> did you see that? I have yet to see it, but it sounds hilarious. You gotta, yeah, you should, you should watch it. It's, it's like a minute and a half long. And I guess do fans there in Seattle, like hold up baguettes when he's on the field or was that just for this video? I've only heard like Viva La France is uh, the, the, the common ch- chant that they do for him. But but I feel as if that's probably as far as they push that gig. Yeah, you got to check out this video. It's really funny. Uh, but yeah, b- beyond the lone all-star nod so far, there's not much to complain about at the moment. If you're a Mariners fan, jumping all the way up to number 12 for me this week uh, from number 17 last week and number 19 the week before a highly encouraging climb. And I think a a deserving climb to be a top 12 team this week. Right. Your last big riser of the week is a team that we typically don't talk about in this section of this podcast, but it is none other than the Baltimore Orioles climbing into the top 20 at number 18. So their current eight game win streak is the first in a single season since 2005. Uh, And so uh, for those of us in our mid to late thirties, that was indeed almost 20 years ago. Uh, So (laughs) present company included drew. I know. (laughs) I know. I wrote down that stat too. And then I just realized that's when I graduated high school, man. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Right. Um, Yeah. But anyway, the Orioles win streak has propelled them to just one game below 500 and two and a half games out of an American league wildcard spot spot as of Sunday. Yep. Eight straight victories for the Orioles against the twins, Rangers and angels. I I think we all thought that they would, get better and better as the season rolled along with some of the young talent graduating through their minor league system. But this is different from what those expectations were. Um, there've been some injuries to some of those top prospects. Adley Rushman is, is really the only top prospect that has arrived. You know, they're doing it with some of the names that were on the team last year and sort of like retreads reclamation projects in the bullpen and the rotation. That bullpen, man, it's fifth best combined reliever ERA of all 30 major league teams at 3.25. Jorge Lopez and Felix Bautista have been studly. Uh, Cionel Perez, Dylan Tate, Keegan Aiken, Joey Crable, like household names, right? Um, I'm, I'm sure a lot of those relievers are going to be traded before August 2nd, and this is still very much a rebuilding project in Baltimore. 
Um, I doubt that they become sellers all of a sudden, but it'll be nice to further stock the farm system and being able to swing a nice, you know, set of youth focused deals with some of these relief pitchers at the very least. And probably Anthony Santander and, and some players like that who are, who've reached, you know, the middle of their arbitration years, I could, I could see them some dealing. And then like maybe, you know, spend a bit this winter and we could be talking about a very interesting Orioles roster next spring with, with what they've done so far this summer. Jorge Lopez is their only all-star. He has 16 saves and a 1.74 ERA, 47 strikeouts and 41 and a third innings. He was a former top prospect with the Brewers and then the Royals pretty much flamed out as a starter, but has worked himself into a very effective high leverage reliever here at age 29. Um, so yeah, into the top 20, all the way up to number 18 this week for Baltimore, riding that eight game winning streak that they, you know, is the, the longest one for them since I graduated high school, which makes me feel old. <laughs> you shouldn't feel old because I'm older than you, Drew. Uh, but anyway, uh, <laughs> let's move on to your big fallers of the week. So at number 13, uh, the Toronto Blue Jays falling a handful of spots. So uh, they're currently on a four-game losing streak. Uh, they've definitely got some offensive struggles uh, lately. Uh, so they only got three hits uh, and lost three in a row in Seattle. Uh, eight of their last nine and also nine of their last 12. Yeah, I keep saying the Blue Jays are going to go on a run, but it keeps not happening. <laughs> like, really, the opposite is happening. They've lost nine of the last 10 games against the Rays, Athletics, and Mariners while falling 16 and a half games back of the Yankees in the ALE standings and now in a direct tie with Seattle for the third American League wildcard spot. It's, it's kind of nuts. Um, nonetheless, four all-star selections for Toronto. They got the vote out up in Canada. Um, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. was voted in as the starting first baseman. Alejandro Kirk voted in as the starting catcher. George Springer will be reserve outfielder. Alec Manoa among the pitching options for the American League. Kevin Gosman definitely had a case too. Um, he had a little bit of an ankle injury, but I, I think his first half numbers should have put him in consideration. It's just, it's kind of mind-boggling that this team has not achieved better results given the talent on the roster. I'll still hold on to the belief that an ex an extended stretch of wins is coming. I, I think it's a safe bet that the Blue Jays are going to enjoy a better second half than the first half that they had this year. Right now, just three games over the 500 mark at, at 45 and 42. I liked them to win the AL East coming into the year. Shows how dumb I am. But a nice sl slate of home games before the break. Two against the Phillies, who, as I mentioned earlier, aren't, are going to be without some of their top players and then four against the Royals. So maybe the run starts this week. It starts on Tuesday against Philadelphia. Um, we are technically in the second half of this even of the season, even though we tend to refer to the second half as being after the All-Star break. Um, so it's, it's time to put the pedal to the metal for the Jays. Uh, they fall all the way down to number 13 from number nine last week, dropping past the Twins, Phillies, Rays, and Mariners. Same record as the Mariners, but yeah, just got swept out in Seattle. Oh boy, it's time for the Blue Jays to put on those running shoes and mm -hmm. uh, go for a jog here. Uh, so at number 16, the San Francisco Giants. Uh, and I feel as if they're consistently falling in your rankings. Yeah, you're right about that. They they are barely hovering above 500 now. They're three and seven in their last 10. Uh, so despite all this, I feel as if another egregious snub was Carlos Radon. 
Uh, so on Sunday, struck out 12 in a complete game and uh, helped the Giants go fi- back over 500 with a 3-1 win over the Phillies on Saturday. Uh, so he's currently 8-5 and five with a 270 ERA and 124 strikeouts over 100 innings. And as a White Sox fan, I cannot tell you how upset I am that we – at least did not offer Radon a qualifying offer. I think to even show that, um, you know, we could try would have definitely helped. But anyway, um, I am perpetually upset about that. And I'm also upset that he's not an all-star. Yeah. I mean, it was really one of the best free agent signings of of the off season, like two years, 44 million. I know that's a lot of average annual value, but most contending big market teams could handle that. And the White Sox certainly could too. Rodon's 11.2 K per nine is fifth best among all qualified starters behind only Dylan Cease, Shane McClanahan, Corbin Burns, and Garrett Cole. Yeah. How did Cease not make the all-star team? That has to be the most egregious snub of all, right? I think so. Yes. Yeah. I think he'll get in there though, right? If, if, as long as he's like available to pitch, we'll, we'll see these rosters change as we actually move toward the event. Um, yeah, I think this is the third straight week that the Giants are among my biggest fallers, only dropping one spot, but rightfully in this group after losing two of three to the Diamondbacks and two of four to the Padres. They're three and eight over their last 11 games, eight or six and 14 over the last 20. Now sitting 12 and a half games behind the Dodgers for first place in the National League West, two games back of the third. National League wildcard spot, um, just not looking good. Only one all-star selection, that being Jock Peterson. He was elected as a starting outfielder. Um, Yeah, Giants down to number 16 out of the top 15. They were 13th two weeks ago and top 10 at one point. And, man, if they want to sell at the trade deadline, that could be something. Like A ton of interesting pitchers and position players that contending clubs would love to be able to, to pluck from. So we'll see what happens. They need to turn around, or maybe they will be aggressive sellers uh, come August 2nd. Yeah, trade Carlos back to the White Sox. <laughs> Preach. At number 20, rounding out your big fallers of the week are the Los Angeles Angels, uh, whom we spoke about uh at the opening of the show. So they started the year with a 27, 17 record. Uh, They have gone 11 and 32 since. Uh, So that is the worst record in the majors dating back to May 16th. Uh, So this past week they were swept in four games by the Orioles. uh, And they also went one and eight on their nine game trip through Houston, Miami, and Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah. 19 games back in the American league West, seven games behind the third AL wildcard spot with a bunch of teams in front of them um, they're closer to the royals in the al wildcard standings than they are to the mariners and blue jays who again are tied for that third wild card at the moment uh, it's too steep of a hill to climb to, to the point that you'd have to think a sell-off is coming before the trade deadline noah Syndergaard almost definitely gets dealt would they listen on like rice iglesias i don't even know if a team would want to take that on he signed that four-year 58 million dollar contract in november and has been pretty mediocre compared to the last couple of years i don't know they'll probably listen on on a wide range of players there have been like small outside rumblings about mike trout i doubt we'll see that definitely not otani even though the angels are gonna have to pay otani at some point he can reach free agency after the 2023 season. So maybe that's something that fires up this winter. So, yeah, I I think Trout and Otani are probably stuck with this 
sinking ship. We say it all the time. It, it's common knowledge by now, but Trout has still yet to be part of a postseason victory. Otani obviously hasn't either. It, it's really a shame for the sport that those guys don't get on a bigger stage with any kind of regularity. Uh, they will both be all stars, though. So, you know, soak in that experience. Trout elected as a, a starting outfielder, Otani as the starting DH, and maybe he could pitch an inning as well. Um, no other All-Stars for the Angels and down to number 20 in my rankings and not looking likely to climb very high. Um, all right, that'll do it for this week's Power Rankings show. Thanks for tuning in. Check out the Power Rankings column. It goes up every Tuesday on NBC Sports Edge. Rankings observations on all 30 teams. I'll have more about the All-Star selections and some of the biggest snubs in that column. Rate and review the Circling the Bases podcast. We love five stars, but any feedback is welcome. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Drew Silve. Janice is at Scuriosa. And peace out. Peace out. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939.